Uh, we'll learn a lot more when uh, maybe some aviators are shot down uh, who are still able to talk, or some parachute troops gathered in, and we can ask our men can ask them questions. Uh, we have as yet. Here comes a bulletin. The War Department has invoked the Espionage Act against the publication of military information regarded as secret. We all know that, and uh, we can't any longer state anything about Army strength outside the continental limits of the United States. As to uh, the uh, watch over the Japanese community, it's interesting that we learn that on the Atlantic coast in New York and in Norfolk, special watch, police watch, has been put over the Japanese. There are very few Japanese there to watch. Here on the Pacific coast, where there are more Japanese than anywhere else, as so far we have no word whatever of anything untoward having happened, I think we can take the word of the local San Francisco Consulate General that the Japanese community has been totally surprised by this action, and so far there is no uh, indication here whatsoever that any sabotage has broken out or that any Japanese spies or saboteurs were warned in time to go into action. Of course, uh, the people around Little Tokyo and Los Angeles are on the Kiviv. So far, I think they've conducted themselves very well, so far as we can learn by the dispatches. Said that the sheriff has sort of taken charge there at Little Tokyo and has gone, uh, gathered up a number of volunteers, and they have set up a volunteer uh, watching post, and they're watching the Japanese, but they haven't had any reason to do anything. And people on both sides of the fence there are remaining calm and decent, which is certainly good news. Uh, we are waiting for confirmation about the reports of sinking of the ships in the Pacific. Now, as I say, that could be to be done by Germans, perhaps, as well as by Japanese. We shall have to see what happens. Of course, the general uh, comment here on the street is that if the Japanese really did this a purpose. Uh, they uh, are pretty foolish, and yet they, if they did it on purpose, they have certainly got guts. Uh, that's the way the American people on this coast are taking it. We'll wait and see what happens now, and particularly watch for a declaration from Mr. Nomura in Washington. Thank you. Oh, I'm to go on a little while longer. I'm sorry, I got the signals wrong. All right, there's plenty of material here in front of us. Uh, police department poured reserves into the district at, in uh, uh, Los Angeles at Little Tokyo. But as I have told you, there are no disorders reported from there yet. <clears throat> if this is a purposeful attack on the part of the Japanese, intended by the government, we're in for an exceedingly bitter war in the Pacific. A war in which all the bitterness of racial hostility will come out because the average American will resent to the very marrow having been attacked this way, unawares when uh, his, his own government was talking in the friendliest fashion with the emissaries of the Tokyo government. But as I say, I wouldn't accept that too soon. It is very possible that this is something engineered over the head of the Tokyo government and we'll be hearing from the Tokyo government before very long. It is most. Uh, it is to be noticed that there has been no declaration of war from Tokyo or from our side. And, of course, we can't issue a declaration of war until Congress assembles. But still, uh, there's been no statement as yet that a declaration will be asked for. Uh, a good deal of speculation is going on as to what we'll do with Mr. Caruso and Mr. Nomura. 
Well, of course, we want to hear from them first. And if Japan has used them as a blind uh, to cover while she started shooting us, uh, there'll be a lot of feeling that we ought to put them in jail. On the other hand, we have our ambassador and his helpers in Tokyo, and we have to get them out, and there'll have to be an exchange on a hostage basis. But I'm not at all sure, but that Mr. Nomura and Crusoe were not as surprised as the local San Francisco Consul General by what has happened this morning. Thank you, and more later. From San Francisco, we've brought you NBC's news analyst of Pacific Affairs and Far Eastern Affairs, Upton Close. We take you now to Honolulu. One moment, please, while we attempt further contact with Honolulu. The island of Oahu in the Pacific, one of the most thickly populated islands of the Hawaiian group, was attacked by Japanese planes this morning, starting at about 8 o'clock. No one would believe when reports emanated from the two radio stations here that the islands had been attacked. But when bombs began falling in various parts of the city and in different army and navy posts and bases, people knew... Japan was endeavoring to eradicate America's outpost in the Pacific. Now, here's a report that I've gathered from different reporters of the Honolulu Advertiser who've been out endeavoring to get information concerning the Japanese air attack on the island of Oahu in the Hawaiian Islands. The first information in Honolulu that planes of Japan were attacking the islands was about 8 o'clock this morning, Hawaiian time. The first group of Japanese airplanes attached uh, attacked Ford Island at Pearl Harbor, the Navy's mighty fortress in the islands. Uh, Roy Batusik, a local attorney, was up in his private plane flying over Cocoa Head when he said one or two Japanese planes gave him a salute of machine gun bullets as they approached the city. The plane was slightly damaged, and Mr. Batusik made, it, made a uh, landing. After machine-gunning Ford Island, the first Japanese planes moved to Hickam Field. Observers said considerable damage was done to planes and to Hickam Field. There is great activity there now in clearing the field uh, of debris. At Pearl Harbor, where is based the Pacific Fleet, three ships were attacked. The Oklahoma was set afire. All lines of communication seemed to be down between the various Army posts and Navy airdromes and Army airfields. There has been no statement made by the Navy. The Army has issued orders for all people, the civilian population, to remain off the streets. The first raiders carried torpedoes and did their damage to shipping in Pearl Harbor and off Honolulu. Everyone here on the islands were taken by surprise by the attack, and even yet it's difficult for some people to believe that our air raid on these beautiful islands has actually happened and that lives have been lost. Uh, several planes have been shot down and anti-aircraft gunnery is very heavy. It is uh, thought that the planes came from the south in the direction of the island of Kauai. After the attack on Pearl Harbor, Hickam Field and Wheeler Field, several squadrons of Japanese plane, uh, planes came in from the south over Diamond Head dropping bombs and incendiary bombs over the city. One bomb dropped in front of the governor's mansion at Washington Place and killed one man. Another dropped by the Honolulu Advertiser, nearly hitting several people and almost uh, reaching its mark. 
At uh, Pacific Heights and Dowsett Highlands, beautiful residential districts, there was heavy bombing. One woman was killed in Dowsett Highlands. The governor has proclaimed a state of emergency. Traffic is almost at a standstill in part of the city. However, the traffic to and from Waikiki seems to be normal. When planes, uh, Japanese planes, appeared over Waikiki, there were many people out in the streets and watched the uh, bombing there. One man at Waikiki was badly injured when a bomb dropped uh, in the heart of that uh, beach resort. The Japanese planes seem to have come over the city uh, and the environs with no intimation whatsoever that these were Japanese planes. And it was a very, a very difficult uh, uh, for people here to believe that these were Japanese planes. Uh, here is a report that just came from Hickam, from Hickam Field. There were 350 men killed in a direct bomb hit on the barracks at Hickam Field. Then at Bellows Field, on the other side of the island, on the windward side of the islands, the field was bombed very heavily. That's all the news from Honolulu now. We'll be back with more news at a later time. This is KGU in Honolulu, Hawaii. Back in New York City, we'd like to read now a telegram. It reads and addressed to President Franklin D. Roosevelt, the White House, Washington, D.C. All our facilities and personnel are ready and at your instant service. We await your commands. It's signed, David Sarnoff, President, Radio Corporation of America, and Chairman of the Board, National Broadcasting Company. And here is a message for NBC Associated Stations. The National Broadcasting Company newsroom in the Orient, New York, Hollywood, San Francisco, and Washington will remain on a 24-hour basis throughout this emergency. If news warrants, NBC will broadcast throughout the night. And now for another special broadcast, we take you to Washington. Tonight at the White House, President Roosevelt will meet with his cabinet members to determine what course the administration should follow after the Japanese attack on the United States. Beyond doubt, he will ask Congress to make some declaration. What that will be, we do not know. But here in our Washington studios are several congressional leaders who can give us a cross-section of the feeling in Congress. They have been sitting at the speaker listening to Upton Close speaking in San Francisco and the commentator from Honolulu. They are the senator from Utah, Senator Albert D. Thomas, Senator Walter F. George of Georgia, and Representative Luther A. Johnson of Texas. The first voice that you will hear will be that of Senator Albert D. Thomas of Utah. Senator Thomas, just how would Congress go about declaring war on Japan if the president decides that a formal declaration should be made? president comes to Japan with a declaration or a statement about the condition, it would have to be that war has actually started because an attack upon Hawaii is an attack upon the incorporated part of the United States and it's definitely an invasion. Our task will be, therefore, to repel an invasion. That means that the declaration of war would not be initiated by us, but a statement by Congress would be a result of the action already taken by Japan. Well, Senator, now, do you think it would be a joint resolution? 
It will be a resolution by the whole of Congress. Yes, on recommendation of the President. Senator Walter F. Uh, George of Georgia, uh, we would like to post this question to you. Is there any doubt that Congress would pass a declaration in view of Japan's attack? Assuming that the attack is by the Japanese government and all of the evidence makes an attack by mere factions of the army or navy inconsistent with the facts so far reported, there would, in my opinion, be no doubt of a speedy recognition of a state of war which in legal effect, would amount to a straight declaration of war by the United States against Japan. Well, Senator, in view of the uh, comments you've heard broadcast and those that you have received in your office, no doubt, uh, what is your opinion, your statement, uh, if you would like to make one, of the situation that exists and what little we know about it? It is unbelievable that Japan would have made an unprovoked attack, but all of the evidence is consistent with that fact. At the very moment when uh, the State Department and the President were undertaking to continue a state of peace with Japan, the attack was made. Uh, the developments of the last three or four weeks particularly indicate that this movement by Japan is has the authority of the Japanese government back of it. And assuming that to be true, although it's an unbelievable, un, unbelievable development in our international affairs, the United States would not hesitate to accept the state of war created by Japan 